you good evening to you i tell you god is good i'm glad to be back here at this studio here in greenville and giving god the praise god is good you know um i'm gonna talk about this evening on this broadcast about how that jesus christ is the son of god and he has all power and his disciples didn't realize that so they had to go to a place and he had to teach them so that's what I want to talk about tonight. Jesus Christ is God's son. No doubt about it. He's, he's the son of God. He's the son of God. Now, you know who God is, don't you? He made, we're talking about the one that made this gigantic world that we're in. This entire world was made by God. And his son, Jesus, says that I was with my, in my, father, with my father in the beginning. So he, God sent his son here on this earth to save sinners like myself. And maybe you are. I hope you are not, but I was. I was a sinner and I was in a mess. And Jesus came to save me. And I'm grateful. The Bible tells us something over here in the book of John, chapter 16, verse number 28. And I was written in red. This is the King James Bible. Jesus, I came forth, I came forth from the Father and have come into the world again. I leave the world and go to the Father. That's verse 28 of John 16. That's what Jesus said. Now, this is what he says in the next verse. In the next verse, he said, his disciples said, let's back up, let's see. Okay, in verse 28, he said, I came forth from the Father, and I am, and I leave the world and go to the Father. Verse 29, the apostles said, his disciples said unto him, Lo now, speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. They finally got, got it. That's why some of us, it takes us a while. It took me a while to get it, too. I mean, I've been saved 45 years, but 
I didn't I didn't quite understand everything about it when I first got saved. I didn't. Even though I was saved, even though I washed in the blood of the Lamb, even though I was a Christian, but I didn't understand the significance of Jesus being the Son of God. I didn't understand that. That's very important that Jesus Christ is God's Son and has all rights and all powers. He said, I didn't tell you nothing that the Father didn't tell me. I'm not doing anything that the Father didn't give me permission to do. If you are born again tonight, it's because God Almighty gave Jesus the permission to save you. It took Jesus' blood, him being crucified and buried in the borrowed tomb is what saved you and I. That's, that's the good news about that. We're saved today. Washed in the blood of the crucified one. I'm grateful to God. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And I pray that you understand that Jesus is God's son. No, he's, he's not a bastard child like they want to claim him to be. But he's the son of God. John 16 and verse 28, when the King James Bible said, Now we, now we sure, look what he said. Now, uh, this is John 16, verse 28, and this is King James Bible. Uh, verse 30, brother, I'm sorry, verse 30. Now are we sure that thou knowest all things, and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou came forth from God. The disciples come to the place that they believed it. Well, I believe it with all my heart, mind, body, and soul. I'm telling you this evening, if you accept Jesus Christ in your life, excuse me, <clears throat> to be your Lord and Savior and trust him for everything, I'll tell you, you'll never be the same. You, you, you know what? Your life will turn around. I'm, I'm a man that was, I mean, I, I, I know him to be a healer. I know him to be a Savior. I, I know him to be a keeper. I know him to be a provider. I know him to be a way maker. That's the same thing God can do. See, Jesus, God sent his son to come into your life and my life so he could do those things for us that we can't do. In John chapter 8, verse number 29, the King James Bible says, And he that sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. Jesus said the Father did not leave him alone. Everything he does pleases God. So if you're born again today, it's God's God want you saved. If you're blessed today, God wants you blessed. I was I was looking at Facebook today, one of my friends up there in New York was in the hospital, and I see that she's was walking with a walker. Because God wanted it. Jesus Christ can do abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. There's nothing that he can't do because he's God's son. That's the good news about it, that he is God. He's not, he's not a, a, a person that's impersonating. No, he's God's son. He's actually God's son. He, he gave his life as a ransom for you and I. Jesus did for you and for I, for us. We, you and I, sisters and brothers, 
You might be a woman, you might be a man, doesn't matter. God loves you. And Christ came to save you and set you free. See, there was a time that the women didn't have no say so, but now God said, I, whosoever will, let him come. Whosoever will, woman or man, you can come to Christ and he can save you. He delivered you, he set you free. I, I, I got, you know, the good news is that Christ don't discriminate. We do. I, I told the other night when I was reading John chapter 1, John chapter 2, when Jesus went to, the, went to that wedding and they was giving out wine and they ran out of wine, he told them to fill the water pots and turn it into wine. So I said this, the lifestyle that I live prior to coming to Jesus, I know probably a lot of Christians wouldn't have had me. A lot of you pastors that's listening to me right now, I know you wouldn't have had nothing to do with me because I wasn't your type. I was a no-good scoundrel. I was a reaper smoker, a liquor drinker, an adulteress, a whoremonger. And guess what? When Christ came into my life on a Sunday morning, September the 15th, 1977, I just got out of the bed shacking up with a woman. I was in the bathroom when God spoke to me. I mean, can you believe that? I'm in a house, an apartment in Brooklyn, New York, shacking up, drinking liquor, smoking reefer, smoking cigarettes, and was shacking up with a woman that was not my wife. I went in the bathroom, and that's where God met me, in the bathroom of that house right there in Brooklyn, New York, and saved me. When I went back to the bed, uh, the young lady that I was shacking with, which later on became my wife, said to me, Alana, how do you feel? I said, I feel good. She said, everything all right? I said, yep. Whatever the Lord tells me to do, I'm going to do it. Well, I know that blew her mind because I ain't never used the Lord's name like that before. <laughs> God saved me because he's the son of God, Jesus Christ. He came into my life and saved me. I'm going to give you another incident that happened to me. I had come down to North Carolina in August of 1977 from New York. I was on my way to back back to New York. I had my reefer smoking partner in the in the car with me. She was a lady that used to smoke reefer with me. The girl that I was shacking with didn't smoke no reefer, but this girl did. So I had her with me, and on the way back to New York, <laughs> on the New Jersey Turnpike, I'm cruising down the road around exit four or five, and I had some of y'all might remember that. Four-track case. Before the eight-track, I had a four-track case in my car. I was driving a Chevelle. I think a 66 Chevelle, I think it was. And I was bending it down the highway, running about 65 or 70 miles an hour. I had the eight, the four-track on, and the Lord turned it off. Well, I had a CB in the car. Because I was known on the CB radio as Reverend Doc for Bad News. I said, tell people, I'm put that mall on you right now, and you can't talk. I could, I could lay that mall. I had a linear in my car, 1,200 linear, and I was calling myself, putting that mall. Man, I was a CB junkie. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm coming on back down the road. God turned the A-track on. So I turned the CB on. Breaker, breaker. Channel 28, unit 39. Who's out there? And God turned the CB off. I'm telling you what he did. Jesus did. 
tried to see me all with didn't make no more noise. I couldn't talk on it or nothing. So I laid the mic down, and I said, man, there's some bad marijuana. Yeah, I bought some marijuana. I'd taken some down to North Carolina with me. And I was on the way back to New York. I said, man, this is some bad bird here. I mean, it, it, that made me crazy, I thought. And then I got around about exit eight, and the Holy Spirit said to me, aren't you tired? I said, yeah, I'm tired. So I got down about, you know, I got off of exit 12, I think it was, uh was the bridge. I couldn't cross that. And I said to the, the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, well, what you going to do about it? I said to the Lord, myself, Lonnie, I'm going to do better, Lord. I'm going to do better. But I still wouldn't, I wasn't real. So I got on back to Brooklyn. I took the girl home that went to North Carolina with me, not my girlfriend, not the one I was shacking with, that I went home to the girl I was shacking with. Well, that was in August, like August the 12th or 15th or something. Oh, August the 20th or something. So I went on Broadway the next day. I bought three Bibles, three, one, two, three, three brand-new Bibles. I bought one for the girl I was shacking with. I bought one for the girl that was in North Carolina with me, and the third one was for me. Well, I was calling myself checking things out in my own flesh, and so I would ask the young girl, that, the lady that went to North Carolina with me, I said, you read the Bible today? She said, did you, Lonnie? I said, yeah. She said, what you read? And when I would tell her what I would read, she would say, me too. <laughs> so I'm sure, boy, this is the girl I'm going to take in my life. She read the Bible with me. So one day, she asked, I asked, I said, her name was Jackie. I said, Jackie, did you read the word, the word of God today? Yeah. No, but she said, did you learn it? I said, today I didn't read. She said, me either. I said, this girl is lying to me all the time. She had not been reading the Bible. Just She was a city girl. And so we had bought some tickets to go to a dance over there in Brooklyn, New York. I think the, the, the thing was set for, I got saved September the 15th, but the dance was set for like October the 1st or 2nd or something like that. So I called myself, I'm going to go to the dance. I'm, I'm saved, but I'm not completely delivered. So me and I went to the dance, <laughs> and it was a great time there. I had a great time. Big dance of the book with me, y'all. And so I, I got ready to go home. I said, about 1 o'clock, I thought, I think it was Jackie. I said, Jackie, I'm ready. Okay, okay, give me a few minutes. So I took Jackie home. And now listen, I want you to go to church with me tomorrow. Okay, pick me up tomorrow morning when you go to church. And I go to church with you. I said, okay. And I said, Jackie is the girl I like. <laughs> I took Jackie home. And she had talked to another man and told him that I was going to check her home. She told, she told him where she lived, that when I when she go in the house, when I leave, she would come back and get in his car. So the next morning, I called Jackie. About 9 o'clock in the morning. See when she ready to go to church. Her mother said, Jackie ain't been home all night. I said, I know Jackie been home because I brought her home. She said, this is Lonnie? I said, yes, ma'am. 
She said, Lonnie, I'm telling you, my daughter did not come home all night long. Come to find out what I told you. Jackie had told another man to meet her. She let, walked in the door as if she was going in the house. And when I pulled away, she came back out of the house and went and got in that man's car. They stayed out all night long. So that was a blessing to me because I realized Jackie wasn't a woman. But I started doing right. I was doing right. You know, the first time I'd been out, hadn't made no love with her since we had been down in South North Carolina back in August. And so I met this lady. I knew this lady named Elizabeth Pugh. She lived on Shaper Street. So I went over there and I told her that I was saved. <laughs> Sister Elizabeth Pugh said to me, Lonnie, you saved. I don't believe you saved. I said, yes, I am, Miss Pugh. Sister Pugh. She was a few years older than me. And she said, when you come out of bed with that red Negro, I'll know you saved. <laughs> she was talking about my wife. We weren't married and we were shacking up. So she was saying, when you come out of bed with her, I'll know you saved. Well, I think maybe that week, yeah, maybe a week or so, I was out walking my dog one night, and I met my pastor. I didn't know him, Bishop Otis Wiggins. And he told me he was a pastor where his church was at. I told him I had just gotten saved, but I was still shacking up, and I needed to be delivered. He told me where his church was at. He told me to come to his church on Sunday morning. So that next Sunday, I went to the church, and I took pleading with him. My, she's my wife now, but she wasn't then. And he got up and told everybody, that's Brother Starks and his lovely wife. <laughs> Boy, they call her my wife. Saints of God, I stayed in that church a whole year, and I wasn't married to her. And one night, I had to preach up in the Bronx after the Lord called me to preach. And I came home. I came out of the bed with you, and I was living upstairs in a room, and she was living downstairs. So she went, to, went with me to the Bronx that night to preach. <laughs> and after, we pre after I preached, I came home, got in the, went to bed upstairs. She went downstairs. And when I woke up about 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to tell you all the truth. I was in the bed with that young lady. I had made love with her. And I woke up. I said, we can't live like this. We got to go get married. So we went down to the Justice of the Peace in Brooklyn, New York, and got married. We got married. Uh, before, I think we went to Hardy's for breakfast. A dinner or something with the Hardy's. That was my wedding. That was my, uh, when we went at, where we had celebrated in, in August. So the point I'm bringing out, I said over there to say this. Jesus Christ came into my life in 1977. The whole money, I'm not doing anymore. The cigarettes you're smoking, I'm not smoking anymore. The alcohol that I was drinking, I'm not drinking anymore. The marijuana that I was, not, I was smoking, I'm not smoking anymore. I know him to be the son of God. I know Christ can do what he says he can do. The Bible says in John chapter 16, verse 33, look what he says. He says, and this is the message about him. I tell you all this so that, trust in me, you will be unshakable and assured 
deeply at peace, at peace in this godless world. You will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart. I've conquered the world. I found that to be true. God conquered the world. I'm a winner. He makes a way for me. I just talked to my school. I didn't talk to one of my sons. He takes me about a car for sale, and he said they wanted $27,000 for it. And I told him, I said, no, I don't. I'm not interested. It's more than I want to pay. And I told him, I don't, I don't buy on credit. If I can't pay cash, I don't buy it. So I told him, I said, I have $20,000 that I might well spend. It's a Mustang convertible, and I want a convertible, but I ain't crazy about it. I don't need it that bad. And so um, I told him that I understand. I told him, I said, listen, here's what I wrote. Okay, I told him you bought a box. No, this is what he said. He told his, the owner down there, okay, I told him you bought a lot of cars from us. He said he would sell it to you at cost $27,687.21. I text him back and said, son, I don't have but 25000 so it's okay. He texts back and said, okay. I text back and said, I understand. I do understand. I'm a, I was a businessman, and I know you can't stay in business unless you make money, but I don't need it. Christ gave me that peace. I remember 45, 50 years ago, 50 years ago, I'd been saying, can I get it on credit? My credit's pretty good. I know I could. But not now, because I'm not interested in it. Uh, you know, God saved me. I know him to be the son of God. In Romans chapter 15, verse number 13, the word of God said, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> through the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why God gives us the Holy Ghost, that we don't have to get, start tripping, worrying, man. I don't need that automobile. I've seen the time, man. I couldn't have slept. I want to get that car. Look what it says in John chapter 7, verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Jesus Christ is God's son, and you can believe it. He'll do what he said. He'll help you, my friend. Trust him tonight. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse number 23, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Whatever you need, God said, I'll give it to you. Put, put the kingdom first. Listen, saints, you can do it. You know what you got to do? Stop looking down on yourself. You know, we all have sin. There's none that hasn't sinned. We all have sin. So stop looking down on yourself. Don't beat yourself up all the time. According to Romans chapter 23, chapter 3, verse 23, we all have sin. It comes to the glory of God. We all have. But according to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, the vows that Christ calls us to himself. 
Christ called you and I to himself. You can be saved this evening. I'm talking about you. The Bible said we are in Christ. We are in Christ. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. Look what it says in Luke chapter 12, verse number 30. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your heavenly Father knows that ye need, that ye have need of these things. God already knows what you need. Look what he says in verse 31. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God. And all of these things shall be added unto you. Whatever things you need, God will supply what you need. Look what it says in the next verse. The next verse. Verse 32. Since you're not little flock, but it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Jesus told us, don't worry. God wants to give you the kingdom. Do you all understand that? Jesus said, God wants to give you the kingdom. My topic to you is Jesus Christ is God's son. And you can trust that tonight. Go to bed with that in your mind. Pastor Lonnie Stark said, Jesus Christ is God's son. Because the Bible says so, and he'll live in your life. He'll bless you. The Bible said in Romans chapter 10, verse 13, For whoso shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. S-A-V-E-D. You can be saved tonight. I'm talking about tonight. Look what it says in verse 14. How then shall they call on him? and whom they have not believed. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? That's why I'm here preaching to you tonight, to tell you that you can be saved. Verse 15 says, And how shall they preach except they be sent? God sent me. As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. And bring glad tidings of good things. Good God from Zion. Did you see that? The word said, verse 16. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? Only those that, can you believe it tonight? You can be saved tonight. That's about you. Verse 17 says, Romans chapter 10. So then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Did you hear something tonight? Will you receive Christ into your life? It's so simple. It's so simple to be saved. Psalm 49 and 17 says so. For when they, for he dies, for when he dies, he will carry nothing away. His glory will not descend after him. In other words, talking about you. Can't carry anything with you. You might as well get saved now. First Timothy chapter 6, verse number 7 says, For we brought nothing into the world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Good God, I'm dying. We didn't bring nothing in. We can't take nothing out. Genesis chapter 3, verse 19. In the sweat of thy breath, the sweat of thy face, shall I eat bread, should thou return unto the ground. For it was, thou take him. For thus thou art, and unto thus thou shalt return. Saints, I love you tonight, and I want you to know that God loves you. 
I'm going to leave you with this. Fall to the ground and worship. That's what you do. Job reacted to the disaster with this deep grief. Yet he showed an unusual humility as he submitted to God and continued to worship him in spite of this tragedy. No matter what Job went through, he gave God the praise. He gave God the glory. That's my house right there. If y'all looking on Facebook, a live stream, that's our house right there. Somebody bought it and gave it to him. I didn't buy it. Five acres of lamb. God did it. I didn't do it. No, sir. I didn't do it. It's so simple to come to Jesus Christ. So the Bible says, so faith come by hearing, hearing the good news about Christ. I'm taking these God's son. It's so simple and easy that you born again. All you have to do is repent for your sins, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, and then put your confidence in Jesus Christ. Verse 9, Romans chapter 10, verse 9. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I love you tonight. I want you to know God loves you. And we're more than conquerors. This has been the Jesus Save Ministry. We're located in Greenville, North Carolina, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard. Zip code is 27834. Our web address is www.tjsm.org. You can always email us at com. Telephone number in the church is 252 689 6172. My name is Pastor Lonnie Stocks. You can call me at 252-214-0799. I love you tonight, and I want you to know that God loves you, and you are more than a conqueror. Don't you ever give up. Don't you ever. Don't you ever give up. I got to go. Clock on the wall is seven. So you take care and be blessed of the Lord. I got to go. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you are there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. Remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. It said, Lord, come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ.